From Pain to Purpose is a show that will bring inspiration, love, and healing to your lives. It's a show that will teach you that your trials and tribulations in life is only temporary and that it's only preparing you for your greatest calling. A show that will give you the courage to share your story with the world and not care what others may think or say. For your story is the key that will unlock someone else's prison. What was meant to kill you, God used it to prosper, restore, and strengthen you. To always remember that without pain, your purpose cannot be fulfilled into the power that God has ordained you to walk in. From Pain to Purpose by Aisha Monique. Stay tuned. Speak your truth. Hello and welcome to Pain to Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, Aisha Monique, and today on the show we have Miss Norma Jean. Miss Norma Jean is a recovering addict for nine years. She has faced many obstacles and overcame each one that was thrown her way. Welcome to the show, Miss Norma Jean. Tell us a little bit about yourself and the obstacles you face as an addict. I'm Norma Jean. I started at the age of six years old, drinking alcohol at the age of 13. I started drugs, marijuana. As life goes on, I started doing crack cocaine, I mean coke and angel dust and pills. As life goes on, I had got pregnant. I went to school in New Jersey. I got pregnant with my oldest child at an early age. Um, life was hard because my mother and father used to fight each other, so I went through a lot. At the age of 10, I got almost taken away from my mom's and dad by my aunt because she said my mom was an alcoholic and she never meant that my daddy was an alcoholic and drug addict. I started using because I knew what where life to turn. I got abuse at an early age by my daddy friend working in his store. As that life goes on, like I said, I got pregnant at the age of 16, had a miscarriage. From there, even after I had a miscarriage, I got pregnant again, had my oldest daughter. She's 35 now, still smoking weed and stuff with her. After I had her, I got pregnant again. My mother said no, and she made me have abortion. After that, I got pregnant with my son. During that time, I still was smoking weed, doing sniffing powder, taking pills with him. After that, I had a miscarriage. As that went along, I got pregnant with my baby girl that's living. Smoked the weed and stuff with her, too. And after that, I had my son, Kwawi. After that, I had my son, Andre Jr. And when I was pregnant with him, my mother died in 1990, 1990, January the 8th, I mean the 18th. I thought I lost my whole world, so I started smoking crack cocaine. I miss a lot of my story, but in the age of 20, I started smoking crack because I saw my dad and my cousin cooking in the kitchen, and I asked them what was they doing. And they said, cooking crack cocaine. I asked them, can I try it? They said, no. I told them I was grown enough to do what I wanted to do. I tried it, didn't know what I was doing, so I asked them to show me. And when they showed me, I watched them and asked them, can I try it again? They still told me no, since you didn't get it the first time. But 
they let me try because I said the same thing. No, I'm grown. Y'all can't tell me what to do. So I tried it, and that's when my race was on for crack cocaine. I had my son, Andre Jr., like I said, when he was born. He was born with the cocaine on the outside of his body. He urinated inside of me and stuff and couldn't breathe. His weight was good, but they started saying, asking me questions, and I thought they was trying to take my baby from me, and I wanted them to go get my mom's out of her grave and call my daddy. But the only thing they wanted to do was to help my child. That got even worse after I had him. I got pregnant with my daughter, Audrina. Still was doing crack cocaine, weed, and everything as I was pregnant with her. Went through complications with her too, but I didn't. I was to the point where I didn't care. After that, my auntie told me in Jersey, if I don't get myself together, she's gonna call Dyfus on me to take my kids away, or either I leave New Jersey and go to Carolina. Called my grandmother, told my grandmother what she was trying to do. My grandmother told me to come on to South Carolina, being that my mother was deceased already. I had three tickets to go to Carolina for me and my two, two oldest child. And being that the train wasn't full, the man told me to come on. My crack addiction did not stop there. I still, in Carolina, still was on drugs. I lost my nine-month my nine girl, my one-year-old boy, and my three-year-old boy in the house fire. Mm -hmm. That still didn't stop me from using crack cocaine. It got even worse. As in Carolina, I learned how to trick with my family members to get my crack cocaine. One of my family members did a video of me. And he, after I got clean, he started showing everybody my video. But I'm okay with it. I'm not mad with him because he make himself look bad, not me today. After that, I came to Savannah, Georgia after I lost my kids because my daddy wanted me to come stay here with my sister and him. My crack cocaine got worse here. I learned how to even prostitute even more here. After being prostituting here, we learned how to look out for each other on the streets. If we get in cars, almost got killed plenty of times out here, went to jail plenty of times. 1998, when they was out here killing females, I was one of them females shouldn't have made it. But I did. I got out of the situation I was in. And I had to run down the street, butt bone naked, to get leave and to get away, to get help. After that, I got with this guy. He said he was going to cut my eyes out. I got away from him. That still didn't stop me from doing crack cocaine. September the 13th, 2009, I lost my hearing, my seeing, and my talking for 30 minutes. All I could do was cry and look to God and think in my head and ask him to give it back. He gave it back. I put crack cocaine down. I put alcohol down, my lighter down, my pipe down, and I ran to my brother for help. October the 13th of 2009, they jumped out the car, a violation of probation. I cried because I knew I was clean. I did not want to go to jail. But being that I was in jail, I got a chance to get into a drug court program with Judge Bass. Stayed in that program for two and a half years. Since that program, he told me I already did a year and a half that I was on paper. I could leave. 
one night on a Wednesday night and I told cried and told him I felt my foundation was to be open and I need that foundation closed. Can I graduate with the class in April? And he gave me that chance. Since I've been clean, I had ups and downs, but I know I don't have to use over it. I could call one of my NA friends and get help or a family member that supports me to get help. And that's how my life is today. I still have some down, but I know it's a way out as long as you ask for help. And how did you find your purpose through your pain? Like, what is it that you do now? Do you go to speaking engagements and speak to uh, recovering addicts? Like, what? how did you find your purpose through that pain? First of all, I started praying, going to meetings, getting a sponsor, going to church, testifying in church, telling it to the kids in church. I just started that this year. This year, I just started again and going to places to tell other addicts about my story and to let them know it is a way of life you don't have to use. And what at what? Um, like I know you say you lost your kids in the in house fire. What different like emotions did you feel like losing three children at one time? Like what emotions did you feel, and was that not a wake up call for you to just stop? No, or that was just a way of to cope with your issues. That just was a way to cope. For my issues because I didn't really want to believe that I lost my three kids in a house fire. Wow. And at the age of six, I know you say you started drinking alcohol. What what made you start drinking alcohol at six? I started stealing my mama alcohol every time she's put it down. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Wow. Do you feel like it was more of a, a family thing that caused you to go down that road or? Was it just life as a whole? Or was it more? I, well, I guess what I'm asking is, it more, was it more family based with the problems, how your mom and your dad, or was it just the fact that it was just there for you and you just wanted to try it? I think some of it is family, but most of it is I think I just wanted to try it myself. You because just of curious. Yeah, curious and stuff that I've been going through in life, or holding, holding it in. So, what was it exactly that you were, like, actually going through at a young age? Like, I know you say you left some things out, but, you know, whatever it is that you would like to share. But what was, like, something, like, so painful that you were dealing with that caused you to, you know, do For drugs? one, to see that my auntie, really my daddy's sister, wanted me taken away from my mom's because she was an alcoholic. And that dear had to teach me how to do my own hair, how to cook, how to clean, and make sure everything was clean in the house when the, the diapers man came out on Wednesday. Not only that, I had to make sure my mom was asleep if she drunk that day so I wouldn't get taken from her. So as be coming up, really knowing how to be a child, I didn't. Okay. Wow. What advice can you give to someone that's on drugs now that may be listening to this what what advice could you give them for them if they really wants to stop 
They have recovery places out here, women's res, or either draw a court, or either get to a meeting, or find somebody that's in recovery if you really want to stop and ask them where you're meeting at, or either can you get their phone number. Okay. And how can we find you? How can people find you who may be going through this or maybe want to reach out to you? Um, How can they find you? On Facebook or either sometime I give out my number. Okay. And what's your name on Facebook? Norma Frazier. And can you spell that out for those who doesn't know how to spell it? N-O-R-M-A-F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. All right. Until next time, Pain to Purpose Podcast with Asia Monique. Until next time from Pain to Purpose Podcast with Asia Monique. You can find me on Facebook at Asia Monique. And you can also find me on Instagram at underscore Asia, A-I-S-H-A underscore Monique, M-O-N-I-Q-U-E.